0: Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with j and I'm Jerica,
1: And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience.
0: Okay. Wow. Well
1: grateful this life is so rich I'm so grateful to be in this time and space in my life coexisting here with you and just taking it all in it's just so grand it's bigger than I can fully conceptualize and experience in my physical body and with my inner standing like it's not all the way there from how grand and expansive it is because I was thinking from like the outside looking in it can seem not that severe like the recent changes in our life for example like going from working at a place that is in person to finally getting a job where we're remote which has been something that we've really been wanting how that can appear we Such just a- let in
0: this air out <laughs> whatever <laughs> it isn't in our truth I, w- I didn't want to interrupt you before but it was like because i was in the silly laughing mode and then you just switched and started talking i'm like okay i'm here <laughs> like <laughs> let it. me hear it
1: because <laughs> it's how i feel right now i know. You know
0: it was a total like shift of the energy but it brought me that was funny but I love the silliness in me. <laughs> Let it be. Yeah, just be in how you feel. But I wanted to ask you when you were saying about the gratitude, mm-hmm. um, that what does it look like for you? Because you were saying it's bigger than your understanding, right? Like, what does that mean to you? How is that?
1: That my gratitude is bigger than my understanding. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, how are you? How do you know? How do you have the awareness that it's bigger?
1: Because. My human self doesn't fully understand what I'm talking about. Like, I'm saying I'm so grateful, but within me, my logical human brain is not like computing entirely what it is I'm grateful for. It's like, what are you talking about? And that's why I was bringing it to the example of what's recent in our life, the change in our jobs. Because from the outside looking in, you can say to someone like, oh, I have a remote job. And it's like, there's so many remote jobs. Because in the past, I've spoken to people and they have shared like, oh, it's so easy to get a remote job. And it's to see it happen in the physical in our life right now is different than how like, oh, it's so easy to be here right now. Do you get me? It's not fully together
0: yeah I can see it like developing because I'm trying to like see it from
1: exactly it's like it's not really connecting fully for myself
0: but I would say like the connection of it because everything that that has been unfolding it's like a turning wheel that's moving fast you know like when you're the hamster in that wheel that's just like spinning Mm -hmm. and then it's like okay you get a moment to stop but you're still spinning because of what's going on around you right so it brings you kind of the gratitude for what's happening but also like I don't know if it's a fully present like I don't know if you're not just you like speaking in general like if you're able to be fully present in that mo- uh, moment because of all of the movement that's around you mm-hmm. and that's why it's like almost a separation f- from the gratitude mm-hmm. because you're still like catching up exactly yeah
1: that's it the catching up mm-hmm. yeah because the person what i was referring to and like how it can appear from the outside that the, it's not as big of an accomplishment as we see it to be and as my human sees it to be at this time because it's not like my physical experience is over the moon from this accomplishment. It's not, even though it is. But what
0: does that mean? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that you bringing that up because it's an organic way of speaking about something that I actually wanted to speak about. It was how we get in our own way. Mm -hmm. Um, And that idea of the accomplishments like what standard are you holding yourself to Mm -hmm. to then and again not you but like to then think like oh it's not a big accomplishment Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like what is an accomplishment yeah you know I always bring it back to like the breath you're taking is an accomplishment yeah and if you're able to breathe nobody could tell you anything you know yeah um but it comes into like that the views from outside how somebody might perceive it or like think like okay you have this prestigious job right now and now you're going to be switching to like whatever job it might be Mm -hmm. in somebody's eyes it can be like why would you ever do that you know Mm -hmm. like your work you're going backwards or like you're taking a really big risk or chance you know like so many different things can come up and then that gets into our minds it's like the seed of poison Mm -hmm. it starts making you feel doubt and question things that aren't necessarily true to you and it takes away from that feeling of like what a big accomplishment it is because you're doing something to better yourself and that needs to be celebrated mm-hmm. you know like like you're saying the gratitude is there but it would be so good like if we're able to walk in our lives where we are at that present moment like we don't need to play catch up and we also don't need to worry about any outside chatter or noise that might get in the way of what we're feeling or celebrating
1: yeah that can get away from the present moment yeah
0: it just keeps taking you away from the present moment and then you find yourself continuing a new wheel to be like spinning on
1: yeah wow like letting the accomplishments and how they impact us in our personal lives be enough and not let it be tarnish or influenced by what that can appear like in the outside from other from other
0: oh my god i left the oven on all day long (laughs) that's what keeps beeping hold on
1: (laughs) (laughs) calling forward (laughs) Uh, i had to go back into my apartment because i had left a candle on so it's funny
0: that's been on since this morning. That's why it's hot. That's why it's so hot in here. No, but it's comfortable. <laughs> Maybe
1: okay. I can save you money. Leave the oven on stuff. No, because
0: it runs on the same thing as the gas. Um, mm-hmm. Quick intermission. That's fine. Um, but yeah, the celebrating the the accomplishments so that you maintain your your vibe in that present moment. And then that just welcomes even more... Uh, accomplishments to you you know yeah. like the more you celebrate yourself the more success comes your way
1: yeah like i'm so happy <laughs> i'm gonna be making less money but my quality of life is going to get enhanced and that really is the the that's really what money can't buy because at the end of the day health is the ultimate wealth yeah and that is at the forefront that should be at the forefront of all of our decision makings before money
0: that should be the leading factor yeah it shouldn't be like okay this amount of money so i'm gonna go to this job it's like no where are the values do they align with yours is your health being jeopardized your sleep your food you know like what what are you compromising to make that money
1: that quality of life because we're not living to work we're working to live
0: exactly and that's exactly what um geo told me the other day and that struck a chord it was like wow
1: yeah because we're meant to live right here right now we don't know what tomorrow awaits or what the next moment awaits Mm -hmm. and to not live fully because of a job just to make a certain amount of money that is really going to accomplish what because now you've just lost time and you could potentially be missing out on a memory because you can't make it because you're choosing to work but for what it's like a it's a balance you know
0: yeah because then you're thinking of like okay let me secure my future it's that cycle it always comes back to the cycle like the fear mindset Mm -hmm. and then you become prisoner to yourself
1: that reminds me of the conversation <laughs> we had recently about money being a tool. Yeah. And we have the money to spend it. That's why we have it. It's not to hold on to it as if we're never going to receive another dollar. Mm-hmm. And that comes from a scarcity mindset and that only keeps the money away from you. It's being in the gratitude for what we have financially in knowing that we have what we need to support us in this moment and we'll always have what we need. So we spend knowing that we're going to continue receiving
0: And it's for, because you say that and it can be, um, it can be shocking, you know, almost to somebody who might hear this and maybe they're living check to check and, you know, like they don't see themselves having enough money that they actually need. So it is like, it's finding that balance because, you know, you dig a little bit deeper there and it's like, what do we need the money for? And it is a hundred percent a tool and the more attached you are to it from my experience the less you have of it because it is that scarcity mindset and then you bring that scarcity vibrations into your life and it's like that saying the um, scared money don't make no money Mm -hmm. it's like yeah like the money's there use it take your chances take your risks because you don't know maybe you're stacking up you know like you have whatever amount in your bank account or under your mattress, wherever you keep your money. Um, and then tomorrow, you something happens to you that's super unfortunate and you're no longer alive. What are you going to do with all that money? And mm-hmm. No, you just wasted a lot of time and your time is the real money.
1: Yeah, and it's like, okay, maybe you have it under the mattress, your house goes on fire, no more money. If you have it in the bank and your bank decides that they're going to go bankrupt or something crazy, no <laughs> more think money. I there's insurance.
0: <laughs> no, but it's really just no, to I bring know. it back
1: because it's just like, oh, who no, cares? No, because I would
0: think that like oh the bank is going bankrupt, I don't have money, what? No, but I get it.
1: Yeah, it really brings it back to that because it is a tool to be used right here, right now. Yeah. That's why we have it. Mm-hmm. And it's such a blessing and it's being in that gratitude and knowing that we are truly abundant. We're never in lack. That's only gonna attract more of it to you and you're yeah. gonna you're gonna be able to flow through your everyday life doing all that you've wanted and then some, knowing that you are abundant and you you'll have all that you need all the time.
0: And if you feel that you don't have all that you need in this very moment, maybe it's like time to make a change. Mm-hmm. And even if that seems challenging, you know when there's a will, there's a way and you just need to give yourself that space, the opportunity, and believe in yourself, you know? Again, it brings it back to the accomplishments. Even if you get a second job, if you're making a dollar more, 50 cents more, 25 cents more, whatever it can be, it's like celebrate that, because that's a win in your favor.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't let other people, because I hear it, like, especially with younger children who are trying to get their first jobs, Like, the comments that are made about them working in certain establishments that have, like, a negative view. It's like, no, this person's trying to help themselves, you know, like, be supportive and encourage that. This way they can start learning how to make the money. They can learn a lot of things about themselves in whatever job they might have as a child.
1: What did, what did, what came to mind? Like, what kind of establishment?
0: Um... I would say, like, a lot of the times that I hear the negative talk is, like, when somebody's working at a fast food restaurant, like, people look down on that, mm-hmm. um, and especially, like, this pandemic has showed a lot what we considered um, great jobs before and then now, like, um, our essential workers, yes, it went to the medical people, the doctors, the nurses, the people who work in the hospitals, like, you know, like everybody in the medical industry. But then also it was the delivery people who were delivering your food to you, whether that was like cooked food from a restaurant or your Amazon groceries. You know, before this, it was like the delivery people. And maybe that's just like the people I've surrounded myself around in the past, but that they were always like looked down upon. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, the world needed these people now, you know? Mm-hmm so no job is you're not beneath any job Yeah, you know like somebody who cleans the toilet at a hospital is just as important as the surgeon Right. so there's nothing that's beneath us
1: because it all has to get done at the end of the day and it goes back to the accomplishments and how we define them and I understand what you're saying because I feel like amongst the middle class citizens at least here in the US and those people that we've surrounded ourselves with Um, that there is an association and a judgment that comes with certain jobs and I'm glad you really mentioned
0: a stigma
1: yes that's the word I'm glad you mentioned what's happened since COVID and how we feel about certain jobs because I can speak from my personal um, experiences I'm currently working at two different places and one from the outside can be perceived as very prestigious uh, an accomplishment um, like somewhere where many many people I would say would want to work like you had said about that it's harder to get into there than it is to get
0: into Harvard statistically
1: (laughs) yeah that's a fact
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and so I work there and then I also work at a local in a little town um, dessert cafe and I am so much happier there. I feel so accomplished there. Like, I feel like I'm really living in my truth and I'm in my quality of life, my vibrancy is amplified while working there. I really feel like I'm more aligned and fulfilled there than I am at this prestigious job. And although that prestigious job is... Um, I'm making more money there. I'm not... I don't feel wealthier there. I feel wealthier working at the dessert cafe. Mm
0: -hmm. There's a difference in the richness that you receive.
1: And it goes back to what does it mean to be rich? What is wealth? And aligning ourselves with our beliefs on the answers to those questions. And by doing that, we call forward all that we need, all the money that we need, Mm -hmm. and anything that we would need outside of money-related factors. Yeah.
0: And it so brings it to the accomplishments again because it's like what what makes you wealthy isn't the same for everybody. Yeah. And I think that's such a good concept to digest because when you understand that and understand it, it's sort of a freeing of mm-hmm. the inner self, like it's a freeing of the ego because again like when you look at certain jobs and you might judge the type of job it is, that's coming from an ego standpoint but the ego standpoint based on what we've been taught as a society.
1: Yeah, releasing ourselves from the shackles of perceptions that may come from the outside world. Because when we've received these perceptions that we have about, for example, like we're now talking about jobs, where do those come from? They, they can't really have originated within us because that's not that's not soul led that's not real real divine truth that comes from some outside force some outside (laughs) perspective
0: yeah you know for me it always comes from an agenda of separation because now you're separating the people into a class system you have you know like the lower class middle class working upper the elites and the elites. yeah it comes <laughs> like it's so silly the elites the elites, the one oh, percent um so, but yeah silly. it comes from that it's like a separation yeah. and then it's like oh yeah those type of jobs get done by those type of people mm-hmm. like no man you know
1: we're all just human beings mm-hmm. living this human experience and all jobs are valid because they all have to get done you know we aspire for certain things that comes from somewhere that someone has to do it may not be a job that you want to do but gratitude to the person who is doing it because it's allowing you to receive what it Mm -hmm. is that you want without having to do the work that someone else is doing
0: yeah we all play a part yeah in this big system keeps the world spinning you know whatever we choose to participate in we all have a part to play
1: and it's all valid
0: yeah and it uh, just to go further on like where does it come from because there's that agenda of separation for classes and then fear starts <laughs> going because think of your parents you know like or if not your parents but like a role model they always say you to succeed and what success looks like based on that class system you know like they don't necessarily want you to do worse than them or you know whatever like they just want to see you do better than them most of the time and that's because of the fear and the stigmas associated with the different jobs that are out there and what your success means to them because then the outside is perceiving your parents or the people who raised you um
1: As having done a good job exactly like if it's like an ego proudness yeah
0: yeah because and I've witnessed it you know um for parents whenever they're in conversation it's like oh yeah my my kid is in this college oh yeah my kid is in this college and then if one of the kids isn't in college it's like awkward yeah and it's like it doesn't need to be that way
1: or a community college or something yeah. that's not perceived as like good enough. Like It's yeah. education at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And if we really want to talk about college, all of the prestigious jobs that I've had has come from being referred. <laughs> and this is a conversation we've had several times yes. with several people regarding prestigious jobs or jobs in general. It's been from referral based. Yeah. It hasn't been from qualifications going to college so it really brings that point back to the accomplishments and what is an accomplishment how do we identify an accomplishment where does our identification system to recognize an accomplishment stem from
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, getting to
1: the root of that
0: because yes exactly like you might get this job based on who you know not what you know and then the outside perceives it as like, wow, this person got into this, you know, company or organization and they really didn't work for it because it was, <laughs> it was so easy. <laughs> and then you have somebody who's under the impression that you need to go to school, work hard, do this and yeah. that and that. And they're like busting their behinds and then they don't get that job. And then it's a big disappointment. Mm. And it's like the person who was handed something on a silver platter that is a huge accomplishment and it's celebrated and yeah like if you did get something easy good for you yeah but it it really highlights like it's almost like a make believe show yeah, it is yeah it it really, <laughs> it's a wild concept it, it's
1: so wild because it is really make believe it's playing with the mind mm-hmm. and and the perception that's associated with the mind is really making us to believe these things that are false because someone has implemented that mm-hmm. and then you know many people have just followed suit like okay no you have to go to college in order to be successful and then if you don't go to college then you're gonna have hardship and you're not gonna be able to have um, certain opportunities presented to you and it's like how many people who have gone to college and gone degrees actually work within those fields and how many of those people are actually financially successful or you know feel successful in Mm -hmm. whatever capacity that they identify that to be
0: yes and it brings me to like a funny thought (laughs) it's about my mom (laughs) Um, but when I had graduated with my bachelor's like the day of my graduation ceremony my mom comes up to me and she's like okay so what's next And in the moment, I was like, (laughs) what do you mean what's next? You know, like, I'm just graduating with my bachelors. Like, we're here right now.
1: You know? That's so cute.
0: And I took it, like, I was super offended. Like, lighthearted, you know? Yeah. It's not like I was super mad at her, but it was like the audacity to ask me what's next. Yeah. When I just finished this, you know, like, I don't even have the degree yet. They haven't mailed it to me so it's it's just that whole idea because it's like you have to keep going and you know you have to figure out for yourself when enough is enough Mm -hmm. you can't just keep doing things just to please others or so that you can appear to be a certain way you need to do it because you feel called to do it from your heart space
1: Yes, and not do it for uh, ego satisfaction mm-hmm. because many things does come from that ego satisfaction. It's like always in the need of of more, and that's such a human concept.
0: Yeah, because it's, yeah,
1: we really have all we need. The earth is so abundant. We have what we need to be able to feed ourselves, to to have enough water, blessings to those who have a roof over their heads so it's all this excess stuff it's just like a it's like greed driven almost you know
0: yeah it's because when you said like um water and stuff and that's we're fortunate enough because there's some places that they don't even have access to water they don't have access to food and with the abundance in this world that shouldn't be but the need and the greed to constantly want more and more that keeps all of those things alive because it's like oh even though I have my, my cup full of water I need to have 10 bottles just in case my cup runs out mm. meanwhile the person next to me doesn't even have a bottle of water or a cup yeah. it's like no like the wealth is here for us to share
1: you know that reminded me of something that had came to mind before and I had forgotten it and it just resurfaced in my brain Um, when we were talking about money and how it's a tool to be used Mm -hmm. while having it, it reminded me of a hammer. Having a hammer and then never wanting the hammer to get messed up in any way so you never use it Mm -hmm. and then it doesn't serve its purpose. (laughs) So now you have all these things that need a hammer to nail something into the wall or whatever and you're not even using the tool for what it's meant to be used as. And now you have this thing that's just taking up space doing what? Because it's shiny and nice to look at. Where's the value in that? And it really comes down to like fulfilling this ego void that really is unfulfillable because it stems from something that's not truth instead of doing something that really is in alignment with us. And that can look different for everyone and that may not align with what the societal expectations of what success and accomplishments may look at may look as may look like (laughs) i follow it's just so fascinating truly
0: and that um everything that you just said can make me emotional and i'm not sure why (laughs) like i'm trying to figure it out right now because it's like the example of the hammer and not using it i can't figure out what in my life I can relate it to but I definitely like I have to dig deeper mm-hmm. or like we can talk about it more to get to the bottom lining of that because you said that and my eyes started getting watery and it's like what in my life is like a hammer that I'm not using and it almost feels like um a sole purpose it's like you have something um and I'm really I'm trying to develop it with the words. But it's like you have something to either offer or use and you're not doing it because you're like occupying your time with something else that's not necessarily serving you, but you're doing it because of that illusion. Like you need to be making like a job. You need to be working at this place to be making this money, even though that's that's like your shiny toy, you know, but it's not necessarily the purpose or. I'm not here to be a shiny toy. Like, I'm here to be living a real life.
1: In your purpose. Yeah. And that can look like just being covered in dirt instead of being at, like, a CEO desk. Mm -hmm. And that's so beautiful and enriching. And I feel it because, like, I feel the energy right now. You know, like, what you were speaking of, like, I feel it. And it's very it's very grand because it's such a deep concept that we have overcomplicated for so long about what it is that we really need to be doing. And if we could really alchemize and transcend that concept, the world would be a better place because we would really be in our purpose instead of living in these illusionary lives based out of fear and scarcity and the need to feel um, validated or accomplished Based seen on, a certain way exactly based on a false narrative or a false checklist of what identifies and concludes something to be um worthy
0: mm-hmm. like this false belief uh, system yeah. and it's so like it's so fascinating because as much work that you do and as much um soul searching going within reflecting there's always something else that's there to show you because like how true are you being to yourself if you are doing something that's not true to you you know like that reference of the shiny toy or whatever if you're too worried about being like this shiny precious little trophy well I take the word little back but this shiny precious trophy um it's it's blocking something else like you know you're giving, you're giving away something to get something in return, mm-hmm. but it's not an equal um, trade. It's yeah. like there's no balance there because what essentially, if you're not being true to yourself, you're depleting yourself.
1: It reminds me if what came to mind is like dipping something in gold. It's like now it's no longer able to be a fluid like in its flow of what it's supposed to be now it's hardened. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty and it looks nice but it's very superficial and not so fulfilling.
0: Yeah. That it's deep. <laughs> yeah, it is. This is it deep. is
1: deep. Because I've and what also comes to mind is like someone who just owns a shop and they're so happy. Like have you seen someone who like owns their own business? Mm-hmm. And it can be a small business and, you know, they have to be there every day to keep it going, but they're so happy it's like they're really living in their truth mm-hmm. and they're so successful and it's really the success that I wish for all of us because they're connected to their soul and what they're supposed to be doing and it is through that connection and living that out that they're serving humanity
0: yeah, and the the idea of them being successful what is that because like I because for me when you're saying that it's not necessarily like a monetary success yeah it's beyond that
1: yeah the what wealth really means Mm -hmm. and it's being wealthy in authenticity
0: yeah because of all that comes along with that exactly
1: you'll be good that person gets fed that person has impacted lives just by the energy that they maintain in -hmm. their shop with the people that go in and the people that go to that shop are looking forward to going there because they know that they're gonna be encountered with this person who's really happy and in their purpose and now they've just impacted this other person, this customer, in a positive way and that ripples out and that's fulfilling. That's an equal exchange of yes. energy and now the, that customer is gonna return and it's like, oh, I know that this owner likes rice and beans so i'm gonna order an extra rice and beans with my food order and now that owner has lunch for that day so it goes to show how doing something that cannot appear to the outside world is like financial success or what success can be deemed to be and you know you get
0: what i'm saying yeah i get it it's more of a visual because as you're speaking i can like visually see the concept but because i'm still grasping the idea it's not a full because
1: i'm thinking of someone like on an island i'm thinking of like a little man like a little old man that's like has like one tooth or something (laughs) you know but they're so happy and they smile even though they have one tooth yeah and that in itself is such a great visual because it's like so many people could be caught up, like, oh, I have a chipped tooth, or my teeth are crooked, or teeth are crooked, or they're not super white, or whatever, and they don't allow themselves to really embrace a full smile and, and allow themselves to get lost in the happiness of a moment, just based off the perception that they can, the judgments that they can have from other people that they have now placed on themselves that haven't allowed, that doesn't allow them to really embrace a moment of joy.
0: It goes back to the freeing. Yeah. Like what everything that you're saying of is is very um freeing mm-hmm. to the inside. Like once you start freeing that ego, you know, like nobody could tell you nothing. <laughs> yeah,
1: because we are imperfect. You know, we're not Barbies. And when I was thinking about when I was mentioning the dipping ourselves in gold, it reminded me of For example, something like Botox or something relating to that where it's just like freezing us in time, like prolonging the natural course of what happens to us physically. Mm -hmm. And it's like, for what? It's so beautiful to see someone like be able to fully smile and see like the effects of that. Like, wow, you know, this person has lived a life filled with laughter and smiles, not to put down anyone who's ever done anything to them cosmically to their face or Mm -hmm. their body. But it's really just getting to the root of that. Why is that? Why do we feel the need to do these things to ourselves? Yeah.
0: and it, it all goes back to the societal pressures. Yeah. It's like we all were given this image of perfection and success, yet... It's
1: false. Yeah,
0: because what is perfection is you. You are perfection in whatever form you're in, in any moment. That is the perfection. And all you can keep doing is bettering yourself, Not necessarily comparing yourself to others, but just improving your version of perfection.
1: Exactly. And if there is any comparison as to who you were yesterday, who you were a moment ago, there isn't anything outside of that that you need to be comparing yourself to.
0: And even at that, like the comparing yourself to yesterday, it's... um, Because it it can trigger like the judging feelings. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, and it's not necessarily that, but it's just like looking at you today, looking at you yesterday or who you want to be tomorrow because we're changing moment to moment Mm -hmm. and we all have to give each other that space and that opportunity to show up differently and not judge or not hold one another to these different expectations of past versions of ourselves or expectations to what we think somebody else should be.
1: Expectations slash limitations.
0: Yeah, because an expectation one hundred percent is a limitation. As soon as you put an expectation on anything, on anyone, you're limiting them, and you're limiting just the opportunity of abundance and growth.
1: Exactly. And what also comes to mind is how how perfect our uniqueness is. Like how when someone smiles one eye might be smaller than the other or like (laughs) someone might laugh weird you know Mm -hmm. or what can appear as weird or, or someone could dance or like really feel movement in their body in a way that can look awkward or not perfect or sexy or something like that and those are really such beautiful moments of authenticity that only welcome and support others to be authentic with themselves as well. And, and that brings abundance because it's freeing. It's allowing to the truth to be set free and to really be amplified, to be lived and be rippled out.
0: Yeah, because just imagine like I know it's happened to me when I've been in a place that I might feel something where I want to express myself a certain way, but because of the setting or because of fear inside of me of how I might be perceived or what might follow that, I hold myself back. And, like, that's so whack because we're all here to experience this human experience. And every time we limit ourselves, we're not being true to ourselves. And the more you do that, it ultimately, it ends up being, like, the deeper of a hole you need to start covering because you've put dirt on top of, like, your true self and you just keep piling dirt and dirt and dirt and dirt and then when you hopefully get to a place where it's like why am I doing this this realization that you're not being true to yourself and the want and the urge to want to live a more authentic life you need to start uncovering layer by layer to find your true self because you get to the point where it's like okay who am I -hmm. you know like I'm am I this person or am I this person because I was trying to be this way or I was trying to be this way and after years and years of doing that and being told different things or seeing different things and wanting to be like that you really can be confused at the genuine self Mm -hmm. so it's it's a whole new journey of self-discovery And again, it's like that self-discovery, it can change day to day. You know, We're able, we have the privilege to change who we are or who we strive to be moment to moment all by the different choices we make. So it's a very um, profound concept.
1: Very profound. And the metaphor you use about pouring the dirt Mm -hmm. um, is a great one because yes, when we're not being in our truth, we're constantly pouring this dirt. And then when we decide to take The journey of really getting to who we are and our truth now you have to dig so much to really get to the seed to Mm -hmm. get to the heart and root of where it all stems from and have the courage and the bravery to start over Mm -hmm. and that's something that isn't always easy it's very challenging to really say okay i'm gonna really look deeply within myself to really uncover all of the layers that i've put all of the makeup if there was anything to compare it to it's like putting on makeup that brings me to a really good example it's like using makeup um like a human being wearing makeup on their face every day and it beginning to cause skin issues. Mm-hmm. So they're putting on more makeup to cover up those skin issues until one day they realize, you know, I can't even go throughout my garbage outside. We're putting on layers and layers of makeup to really mask all that has been done and really mask
0: Myself, the insecurities, yeah,
1: and it comes down to now you're covering who you really are, and it really takes great bravery to take off all those layers of makeup and walk with courage and bravery and grace with all that now is surfacing and now mm-hmm. is present due to all those layers of makeup, and take that journey to now heal all of those acne scars, all of the acne that's present to really get to their truth and their Mm -hmm. great skin or not great skin. Yeah, like
0: whatever it is and healing the insecurities that were associated with it. And it all circles back to like, um, the pressure that's put on us like whether it's what accomplishments are or what perfection looks like it all circles back and w- the best thing that we can do because it's like all right yeah we can talk about it and it's like but how do we alchemize this on a global level like universally how do we change this so that everybody can just be free and it, it just starts with like the individual the self we each make that agreement with the self of eliminating the concepts of all that we've been told and that's such a like grand thing to think like how do I eliminate everything I've been told but the freedom that comes with it again that shiny um tool the hammer you gave as an example that really hit home because just in understanding that and still not even fully being able to articulate back like what I understand from it it's such a freeing. It felt like a, um something like cracked off of me, mm-hmm. and it's like a lighter sense, but to something that I wasn't even aware of. Yeah. And and that's how we start taking those steps. It's like even though it might be confusing and you might not fully be aware of what's happening, it's taking that step forward and trusting that the freedom that this is bringing me is only bettering me.
1: Yeah and it's yeah. only going to get amplified.
0: Yeah, exactly, because it just one thought will lead you to the next thought and exactly. then you just keep going and going. And, yeah.
1: And just had and just as just as you have that one thought, you'll have another thought. Mm-hmm. So it's really also trusting that you also will continue to be guided on what needs to happen. Steps 1 through 10 don't have to step don't have to show them so uh, don't don't have to show themselves in order to take the first step Mm -hmm. it's really trusting and taking that leap of faith to take the first step and knowing that with that first step more will uncover and you on your on you on your journey
0: yes and that because I had the thought while I was saying it but I was like I'm not gonna say it it was like that um it doesn't happen overnight you know Mm -hmm. like you might not get the clear plan of action all at once for it to be implemented and you know integrated integrated immediately this takes time it takes who knows how much time you know it's different for everybody but think of it it's like a lifelong you're reversing lifelong things yeah there's no way I mean like maybe you're so powerful with your mind like you are but maybe you are able to do it from one second to the next but it could be a process.
1: Mm-hmm. And even if you're not able to do one moment to the next, you'll, you'll be able to do it from one moment to another moment. Yeah. It may not be the next moment, but another moment will come and you have alchemized what you were aspiring to.
0: That's beautiful.
1: And yes, like you said, it's, we've taken this whole life to create who we are now. So it might take as much time as it did to get here, to
0: mm-hmm. get to where we
1: want to be. And maybe not because of the power that we hold with ourselves and really taking accountability on a daily basis. Because how many days have we lived just on autopilot, just um, conforming to the life that we have of being victim, of saying, well, this is my life. These are the choices that are presented to me. Really co-signing the limitations so it's going to take some time and some things will ripple out quicker than others depending on how deep the root of it is and it's just trusting that that's going to happen because it reminds me of what we've recently prior to arriving to where we are now in our physical human lives like what I was mentioning about my job situation I remember us speaking about okay well we know the first step but you know what's gonna come what's gonna happen after that like okay then what it's like no we don't need to know then what we know the first step how grateful we should be in knowing just the first step because before you didn't even know the first step Mm -hmm. and now you have the first step and it's like trust that first step and just as you receive that first step you'll receive the second step
0: yeah. And I heard a little secret that as soon as you do take that leap, <laughs> you know, everything starts flowing much quicker for you. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. It's a little secret.
1: <laughs> but no, That's cute. in all
0: seriousness, like once you do take that leap and you do trust you see like the ripple effect life just really gives you what you're ready to receive and it knows when you're ready to receive because you're taking that step in trust
1: exactly it's in taking that first step the energy you're giving out is going to come back to you hmm. because it's all just reflection anyways yeah. so when something is in discord on your external world it has stemmed from within you it is the only way it's being presented to you is because you have presented it first
0: and anytime you feel that it's that invitation to take a, a check in with the self like why am I being given this why am I seeing this why is this happening it's not putting yourself in that victim mentality but it's giving yourself the power you're taking control of the situation and you're taking control to make a choice to change that situation because at the end of the day you're the alchemist of your life so whatever you want you will yield forth for yourself
1: thank you for listening continue flowing in your own space by simply being
0: if this resonated with you and you feel called please be sure to follow us like and share until next time wherever you go
1: give yourself space space to flow. flow
0: Peace Peace
1: out
0: family, family. <laughs> I think like how I said on the episode it was so profound hearing what you were saying
1: I feel it too it like, really
0: struck chords within me
1: I knew I was speaking something profound because I kept gripping the stand of my microphone so it's like i'm feeling something because i'm Mm. feeling some sort of like
0: 10 i was getting tense within myself yeah yeah and like my palms are sweaty (laughs)
1: like i'm in the space where i feel like a light warrior where like i can fight about something right now like i can really argue something in the favor of the greater good
0: you know that book I was telling you that I was I started reading yesterday? Mm-hmm. It mentions something about that and I have to like reread it or I'll I'll show it to you to read, but it mentions that whole concept of like this war that goes on between good or evil or like light and darkness, and it was such a refreshing perspective because it was like humans made that up Mm -hmm. it's again like that separation like they're in the universe none of that exists that only exists (laughs) in the human mind because of like the tree of knowledge yeah and it's like yo that that's true Mm -hmm. you know like we make a thing a thing and nothing is a thing like Mm -hmm. none of that's real all that's real is love like that vibration oneness pureness There's nothing else out there.
1: It reminds me of I think it was in the no, it was in the Four Agreements, the book, the Four Agreements, um where he mentions a tree is a tree, and then we are the ones that are like, oh, it's a pretty tree, it's an mm-hmm. ugly tree, it's a tall tree, a short tree.
0: This is the same author. Yeah. Mm-hmm
1: so that's a that's a funny thing to yeah. point out
0: and it goes back to what we said in that episode about the accomplishments or mm-hmm. perfection we've created all of those different ideas and none of that exists we're choosing to make it exist it doesn't need to exist
1: and that reminds me of the example that we were speaking about about the makeup and mm-hmm. then covering like the imperfections on the face with the makeup how that can appear as an accomplishment and really it could also appear as an accomplishment as taking the leap of removing all the makeup and having a naked face and being there out here. Both
0: perspectives exist. Yeah,
1: and that's us making it a thing as well, but it's what what is closer leading you to the truth, you know? But it is still also like a human perspective on it
0: yeah because the truth is different for everybody essentially like no one can say like this is the truth Mm -hmm. this is the like gospel you know like nobody can really say that um and the book actually also says like if you do have anybody saying that this is the truth like kind of steer clear because that's just doing what we really shouldn't be doing right it's doing more harm than good yeah um but like the thing with makeup you know that can be seen as a form of expression yeah and like there's so many artistic people who are so good with makeup you know like they really use their skin like their face as the canvas and do such cool things with it and it's like is it judging when then you're like okay they're doing that for that but then this person is putting it to like look a different way
1: you know? I think it comes down to the intention behind the use of the makeup, mm-hmm. um, because as we're speaking of this, it could it could be a, just a judgment in saying like, oh, you know, we be have a bare face, and that's you being in your authenticity. But we're also here to be like creative yeah. beings of our life, and that looks different for everyone. Mm-hmm. So. It's. I feel goes back to the intention and why you're doing it, and are you being true to yourself? You know, are you hiding or are you expressing? Yeah. So it's like, how are you using the paintbrush of makeup?
0: <laughs> <laughs> how are you wow. feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling, wow. <laughs> no, really. Uh because it's so much and because so much is happening in life yeah
1: tell me more about that what do you mean so like much with is so happened? much happening
0: in life so many changes like so many choices being made that are really going to be monumental to the time and like to not just right now but the future because it's are you talking
1: about yourself or at large or both
0: both because you know like individually obviously we reflect the collective as well like we make up the collective right and it's a common thing right now with all these different movements happening and
1: i want to just be clear so what's a common thing
0: the different movements
1: yeah
0: i for me personally different people that i know in my immediate surroundings are changing jobs like that's a big one Mm -hmm. i know probably like six people right now who are changing jobs yeah wow so changing jobs so either they already got a new job or they're looking to change their job and they're being super serious about it um and i think that's like the main main one mm-hmm. and or like moving buying a house yeah. relocating like it's that type of changing it, it's like foundational changes
1: yeah that's a good way to say a Foundational.
0: Mm-hmm. and that's now like setting the stage for the next step in life like whatever that is um Wow, that's yeah. so cool. It, it's really cool because it's like all these different choices that we have to make, they're going to impact and bring us closer to, you know, like our authentic self, the, the life we want to create for ourselves.
1: Yeah, and what it's going to look like on a regular daily basis. Mm-hmm. It's really cool how I could, I feel the timeline, like in terms of astrology and the cosmos, how impactful Um 2020 was the pandemic and how it's aided us in being right here right now
0: yeah it was a blessing in disguise almost
1: yeah although you know some have fallen due to it Mm -hmm. but it's also the balance of life that's why i've always feel like i've circled back to when i when it's time to like understand why you know certain people have to fall and certain people like move forward Mm -hmm. I think it just comes down to the balance and cycle of life. Yeah, the polarity. the re- Yeah,
0: because like with death there's rebirth. Yeah. It's just that cycle of life. Mm-hmm. And it can be unfortunate, like and it's not to sound like, oh yeah, some people just die. You know, like Yeah. No. Obviously it's it's a whole other a yeah, whole other we episode. Won't get into it. <laughs> um but that took me um because <laughs> i was like no like i don't want to sound insensitive because that's not the intention but i trust that
1: those who will listen and hear that will have found that perspective within their own realities regarding that matter even if they themselves personally have lost a loved one because mm-hmm. i feel and i trust that With all loss comes great realizations.
0: Yeah, definitely. So with the pandemic being like a blessing in disguise, it really gave people the opportunity to, one, like a lot of people were forced to be home depending on your job or depending on like your, whatever your situation is. And in that um, came realization of, you know, dedicating so much time to different jobs. And that's why so many people are really um, making those changes in their life. I know like a few months ago, they was in the news that it was like uh the greatest amount of people resigning from their jobs in like certain amount of years and it's to show like it's really nice that people are coming to those realizations and making the different choices to better themselves or bring them closer to what really resonates as being true for them
1: and i want to point out how that's like it's been the greatest that it's been in some time, as the news has said. Mm-hmm. It stemmed from our belief in power and knowing that we can make change. Because for how long have so has so many of us wanted to make changes in exa- for example in our work life mm-hmm. and haven't for feeling that oh we can or et cetera, et cetera. And now it's coming to light for so many of us. Yes, maybe the opportunities weren't there as much as they are now, but it also speaks to the power we hold as a collective. When we collectively decide on something that's going to liberate us, it ripples out and it allows for opportunities to be more readily available. So it really speaks to one person being in their truth is doing great change for millions, even if it may not appear that way. And it goes back to the power that one person holds. Because we're all one.
0: And just like that, it is what it is. You know, like. (laughs) (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) I love it.